0: Welcome back to Gospel Adorant. I'm Brianna
1: and I'm Gabriella
0: and today's episode we're going to be talking about Halloween.
1: Which is coming up (laughs) by the time we launch it. (laughs) Which is coming up by the time we
0: launch this. Uh, Uh, We're uh, still in August recording this but I mean they are still putting out Halloween decorations and Mm -hmm. everybody I follow on social media like is getting ready is getting (laughs) ready for Halloween and already going shopping and it's pretty crazy how people obsess over this holiday,
1: how commercialized it's become.
0: Yeah. And we just want to talk about the roots and should we as Christians Mm -hmm. celebrate Halloween and what does the Bible say about celebrating Halloween? So Mm -hmm. the Halloween, no matter how commercialized it is, whether you are just seeing it as a fun time to eat a bunch of candy and dress up and, have a party. Mm-hmm. It still has these pagan origins and everybody celebrates it differently. I used to celebrate Halloween all the time. Mm-hmm. I had actually like a crazy Halloween party a couple years ago, like a year, maybe a year before I was saved. Really? And yeah. And it was, it was really cool. <laughs> like I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like we put a lot of time wow. and effort into this Halloween party Yeah, and just looking back i just can't believe that i got so into it uh but yeah i used to really get into it not anymore mm-hmm. um but we'll get into all that and but yeah so th- some people call it hallows e- all hallows eve i've heard that used
1: i've never heard of that
0: <laughs> yeah i don't know where i've heard of that mm-hmm. before uh, but
1: Yeah, like another name. That's like one thing
0: I think of when I think of Halloween. It's like All Hallows Eve. I think on all like the movies and stuff they say it. Mm -hmm. And so there's a couple of different stories of how it came about. I don't think anything is really set in stone, Mm -hmm. but uh, a lot of people believe that the it started with the festival of the Samhain. If I'm saying that correctly, S A M H A I N, and they saw that as like the beginning of the Celtic year. And that is what started, like this festival,
1: or Celtic, 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 either Celtic, way, Celtic, Celtic, <laughs> <laughs> Celtic. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think it's Celtic. And so during this festival, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of looked maybe like a fall festival, but then they offered the food to these gods, mm-hmm. and it was this magical time of transition when important battles were fought and fairies would cast spells whatever all of this witchcraft and stuff was going on yeah and it was like this time where the barriers between the natural world and the supernatural world were broken and then the celts Mm -hmm. believed that the dead could walk among the living at this time (laughs) that's creepy and yeah it is very creepy (laughs) (laughs) uh and yeah so during this samhain the living could visit with the dead who they believed held secrets of the future. Mm-hmm. And scholars believe that Halloween's association with ghosts, food fortune telling all began with these pagan customs more than 2000 years ago. Mm-hmm. And like we, we talked about a lot about fortune telling and all of that on our, uh, new age, new age series. series. So if you want to go back and listen to that, mm-hmm and see what the Bible has to say about that. We're not going to rehash all of that. Yeah, You can go and do that. Basically, the Bible, the condemns, Bible condemns it. Condemns it. Mm-hmm. it is completely against God, and mm-hmm. it's all evil practices. So, yeah. And then, so in the United States, then the origins of Halloween started with the early settlers, and they brought their beliefs and stuff about ghosts and witches with them, and... That's in like the 1800s, uh, a lot of immigrants from Ireland and Scotland arrived and they brought their Halloween traditions with them and then it kind of blew up into this commercialized holiday mm-hmm. and now we have Halloween. So mm-hmm. no matter how you celebrate it, like we said, it has these pagan traditions and it's kind of obvious when you look at all of the movies and everything surrounding Halloween, it's, it's all evil. Mm -hmm. There's demonic things, and you think of Halloween, you think of witches and spells and all of these Mm -hmm. things and ghosts and just make-believe stuff too, like zombies and whatnot. So all around it is pagan. So scripture doesn't really speak about Halloween. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Yeah, and I would just say that there's like this – variety between the innocent and the insidious which you were mentioning yeah um, how the children can you know dress up like a football player or the dog you know make him like a hot dog and yeah and then <laughs> all the way up to you know these people who dress like these I don't know other characters from a horror film and yeah. just really creepy stuff and you just never know I mean us as parents, I know you're going to be a first time mom, but we just think about these things for our kids. Like we don't know what kind of houses they're going to go to and what the decorations they're going to see. I and mean, oh, yeah. we, we drive by a lot on the, on the road and see just skeletons and body parts. And like some people really have a twisted mind when they, when it comes to decorating for these things. So it's just like, for me personally, I don't agree with the insidious so much so that I don't want to partake in the innocent right just for the fun of it because I think we could have fun elsewhere like and not partake at all
0: yeah like you don't and I just don't like the idea of glamorizing yeah the these evil spiritual forces like putting up ghost decorations in your house yeah, or yeah. whatever I personally I just don't think that that is something that God wants yeah and I mean, while like I said, Scripture doesn't specifically say
1: mm-hmm. you can't
0: celebrate Halloween. It go. It also does talk about like we talked about before
1: yeah. in our
0: New Age, how it's against all of the stuff that Halloween is like kind of promotes scary yeah. movies and all of that, and just filling your mind right with the, with these horror films and even some of the children like Hocus Pocus and yeah. like the children like the Disney the spells and yeah, all of that right. is stuff that you just really have to be careful filling your mind with.
1: Yeah, definitely. Because some of it can be based on true things that are not of God. Right. And yeah, we don't want to make this like an episode to say Christians should do this and should not do this. We're just saying everyone should discern for for themselves. Right. Do what's right for your family. If you feel okay partaking in the innocent, you know, and trick-or-treating with your child and Things like that. We're not here to say you're wrong. We're just uh, we're just having a conversation about where we draw the line and how we yeah. feel about it. And Everyone has different convictions. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that's our heart behind this. Um, so in the Old Testament, witchcraft was a crime, actually punishable by death. Exodus twenty two eighteen and Leviticus nineteen thirty one. Um, talks about also other areas in Leviticus and the New Testament teaching about the occult is clear. So in Acts 8, 9 through 24, there's a story of Simon shows that occultism and Christianity don't mix.
0: I think we talked about that story
1: about, is that on the one about our the our witchcraft.
0: Yeah. On our witchcraft episode, I think we laid that story out.
1: Okay. Yeah. So we won't um rehash that there's another account in acts 13 6 through 11 that reveals that sorcery is violently opposed to Christianity um paul called a child of the devil uh, an enemy C- paul called this person Elimus. if i'm Elymas, saying that right yeah um he called that person a child of the devil and an enemy of righteousness and a perverter of the ways of god and I'm familiar with the Acts 16 at Philippi. A fortune-telling girl um, lost her demon powers because the evil spirit was cast out of her by Paul, which, again, we talked about
0: in the... Yeah, we talked about that one, too. New
1: Age, but, like, just to show that these powers that she had were all driven by demons Um, and... Yeah, he even just refused and renounced the evil spirit, even though they had acknowledged Paul and his um, people who were following him as like people proclaiming God. Um, So Acts 19 shows new converts who have um, broken with their former occultism by confessing and showing their evil deeds, bringing their magical paraphernalia and burning it before everyone. Uh so that was an amazing display of the repentance done by these people who used to believe in all these occult stuff like let's say every new age practice like they used to believe in they had books of spells and in acts 19:19 19, 19, it just shows that they had burned all of it in like a big like fire <laughs> um celebration to just like show that they were done with this that they had repented of it and I just think that's such a beautiful display
0: so that says and a number of those who had practiced magic arts brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all and they counted the value of them and found it came to 50,000 pieces of silver yeah so the word of the Lord continued to increase and prevail mightily
1: yeah praise God for that amazing display of repentance um I'm trying to find it but I so they, recently they
0: gave out they they burned 50,000 pieces of silver basically to just say we don't care mm-hmm. about this anymore we don't want the money for this it, right we need to just get rid of it no we don't want anybody else to have this
1: yeah I know I've referenced her before but um Doreen Virtue used to be a psychic Who renounced all that came to faith in Christ, and still a lot of her stuff and books are being sold and um, angel cards and things like that. And she she can't she has no uh, influence over that. Like other sellers are just yeah other sellers are just selling her content and making mass producing it. And she's saying if you find my content, just burn it. Just don't even throw it at like donate it, throw it out because someone can find it. Like just burn it. Yeah, that's (laughs) how I
0: feel about my um. What's that one book? Jesus Calling. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a, a book that I also got rid of. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah. So like we said, it doesn't specifically point out, hey, you shouldn't celebrate Halloween because obviously Halloween mm-hmm. wasn't a thing. Right. Uh, but I I interpret this as, you know, anything of this spiritual realm, mm-hmm. don't glorify that. Right. And don't celebrate that. And Halloween can be seen as, I mean, it is a, a celebration of all of this. That's where its roots come from. And it is a celebration of these spiritual beings and these powers and everything that the Bible condemns. So mm-hmm. I guess take with that what you will if you, you know, decide to keep celebrating yeah, or if. You know, this is kind of bringing light to wow. Like you never saw it like this before. Because I never saw it like this before. Yeah. Until I started studying it, like I think last year. Mm -hmm. Last year we did pass out candy. Uh huh. But we don't decorate.
1: Yeah, we don't either.
0: And we definitely um, have been more convicted of it Mm
1: -hmm.
0: since last year. Yeah. But yeah. So should a should a Christian celebrate Halloween? Uh, is there anything evil about dressing up your kid as like a princess or a cowboy? No, there's nothing evil about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it can be cute Yeah, <laughs> you put your little <laughs> kid in like a little lion costume Aww. or something. It's adorable. Yeah, And, but again, like Gab said, what are your kids going to see? Yeah. Who else is, you know, going around? Like if you want to have a little party at your house, mm-hmm. go ahead. Right call like a princess party yeah <laughs> <laughs> or something but yeah and then
1: yeah you could dress up for other things throughout the year I yeah. don't know if you want to include some dress up fantasy whatever for a birthday party or something but I don't know
0: yeah and so there's things that should be avoided by Christians yeah when it comes Halloween again like you know decorating your house and these witch, demonic, all of these other decorations that are completely just against God. Yeah, uh, I've and seen.
1: I've seen one recently. Sorry to no, cut you're you off. Okay. Uh, where there's like these ghost figurines and then they have witch hats on and they're all holding hands in a circle. That's creepy. I, <laughs>
0: I don't like scary stuff to, to begin with. I show
1: that. It look like it looks innocent, but it's like, okay, but the whole idea of that yeah. shouldn't be at your house. Like if you're yeah, like a you're, you're just welcoming
0: that in and yeah. I mean I don't know. I guess this is tricky cuz some people, <laughs> you know, whatever, but There are things about Halloween that should be Mm -hmm. avoided and are anti-Christian. And everything that we talked about on our New Age episodes and just these Acts Mm -hmm. passages that we mentioned, anything glorifying any of that should be avoided. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have any of those decorations. You shouldn't be dressing up as a witch. Yeah. It really just doesn't. Glorify God, and we are told in the Bible that everything that we do, Mm -hmm. every decision that we make, Mm -hmm. needs to glorify God. And I don't believe that that is. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, that's just where we fall personally. Um. Yeah, and then there are some churches that hold uh, harvest festivals, and they can maybe incorporate like or personal families who want to incorporate their own, like, innocent decoration, or costumes, or whatever. Um, There are other Christians who hand out tracts to share the gospel, along with Halloween candy. So those are just some things that we could talk about, too, at the end that, um, like, we could celebrate fall. There's so much to do in the fall.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there is. And, yeah, like, ultimately the decision is ours to make everyone has their own convictions about this but as like I said with all things Mm -hmm. we need to incorporate biblical principles into our lives and we can't allow our own convictions about a holiday to cause division yeah in the church and we we can't um we can't use our freedom to cause others to stumble in their faith also. Right. And we are to do all things of the Lord. Yeah. So if, I mean, if you have friends that are Christian and they take their kids out trick-or-treating, you, you shouldn't yeah. condemn them for it and right. say that they're a worse Christian than you are because they take their kids trick-or-treating. Right. Their convictions are just differently. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if if they're dressing up their kids as witches and maybe just inform them of what the Bible says about that, and if Mm -hmm. they don't see anything wrong with it, then that's up to them. them. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, everything is up to them. We can't change people or try to convince people to have the same convictions that we have.
1: Yeah. And I'm just thinking, sorry, was there another? No. I was just thinking of a third aspect. So there's the innocent, the insidious, and then the the sexualized part of Halloween. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know how we I didn't even that. <laughs> fra- I, I don't know either.
0: I mean, we both went through college. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> seen that. Goodness. And we, yeah. were both,
1: we were both heavily a part of that. So, oh, I mean, yeah. the drinking, it's not just the sexualized, but the drinking. So, we did a whole episode on on modesty as well. Yeah. And I feel like that pertains, like, if you're struggling in this area, look listen back to that episode because Christians shouldn't partake at all. In that kind of attire during Halloween. And I feel like Halloween just gives so many women license to wear whatever they want lingerie, whatever.
0: (laughs) Have you seen Mean Girls? Yeah. Where they're t- where she's.
1: Shows up as a witch. Yeah,
0: but there, she's like narrating over and it's like Halloween is the time where girls have every excuse to dress slutty or something yeah. like that. <laughs> and it's just that that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. how it is. I it's mean, so we have sad. every excuse to throw on whatever lingerie, throw a robe over it and call I yourself know. Victoria's Secret Model. I know. And yeah.
1: I remember I started this like in high school because some girls would go to school around Halloween yeah. in an outfit and it was just cuz everyone else was doing it but i can't believe like my first costume like that was like a nurse and oh and then i like <laughs> wanted to become a nurse it's just ironic yeah <laughs> but it's so funny because we wear yeah. like pajamas to work like scrubs <laughs> <laughs> i know and It's the most comfortable yeah. thing but um yeah but, i used yeah. to wear
0: stuff like that too i remember Ugh. I, I mean I never really, yeah I didn't really get like too slutty on Halloween. I, yeah I definitely, I used to dress up as a boxer and would just wear like a sports bra and <laughs> athletic shorts I and a robe <laughs> and, <laughs> and call myself. So it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that <laughs> revealing or yeah immodest. Yeah, but I, I was
1: I had my times of immodesty in college and it was not, yeah it, it was, was very sh- shame, shameful. Stuff that I repented of, but but
0: that was old me. <laughs> yes,
1: old yeah. So we we all do I it. Like I'm not
0: judging anybody for I I was there. Yeah, and I overcame that. Yeah, but so if you still dress up, not judging you, mm-hmm. uh, just you know read what God's word has to say about it. Yeah, and and let let the Holy Spirit convict you. Yeah, if that is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, uh, I guess we can talk about what, we do you know, what would we do instead. Like we said, mm-hmm. passing out track to the trick or treaters. Yeah. And just because doing a fall peop- festival
1: because people are coming to your door like strangers. Yeah. So it's like see it as an opportunity to share the good news. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah. And out little like coloring books like Jesus coloring books or something yeah, to the kids. That's a great idea. You know, mm hmm.
1: And then um, briefly wanted to get into Reformation Day. Yeah. So that's something that some Protestants um, like to celebrate if they are Reformed. Um, So they celebrate Martin Luther, who was a Catholic monk at the time. And so he basically, so I was listening to Sheologians and... James White is this well-known theologian who does a lot of debates, and he knows his church history, like, inside and out, and a lot of people paint a caricature of Martin Luther and and some of the other reformers as these, like, superheroes and stuff. Um, there were definitely good things about his life, but um, some unfortunate things as well. So, anyway, there was just some, some history that I was digging into, um... The well-known picture of him is that he's nailing the 95 theses on a church door, Um, and I actually found out that it was more like—I think it was a church door—but people like walked over to it as like a community bulletin board. Yeah. So it wasn't uncommon for people to go over and nail things to it. So that was just one thing that like um, corrected my view. And then, so he was basically a professor advertising students to attend this debate that he was going to have. Um, He was a man of conviction, and he was reading the scriptures, again, like heavily indoctrinated by the Roman Catholic Church, but he was convicted on the justification by faith and the righteousness of God that is imputed or given to us through Christ as a gift. So these things were like blowing his mind because it was smashing a lot of traditions and reliance on the popes and the councils at the time. So he had some arguments about their sacramental system and traditional things, and he was bringing bringing scripture before them. Um, So there was like this instance at the Diet of Worms where the council wanted him to repudiate his teachings and writings. And they, Martin Luther asked for like 24 hours to make a decision, yes or no. And then he came up with a well-known response, and I'll quote him. It says, Unless I am convicted by the testimony of sacred scripture or by evident reason, my conscience is captive to the word of God. I cannot and will not recant anything for to go against my conscience is neither right nor safe. Here I stand. I can do no other. God help me. Amen. So we just applaud him for standing for his faith, um, standing on the word of God, and going against you know, the Catholic traditions and beliefs at the time, which were oppressing the people from reading scripture for themselves. They had to go through the Pope. At the time, and um, so anyway, this kind of s- jump-started the Protestant Reformation, yeah. where Protestants, you know, have a different view and sola scriptura, and the five, the five solas: <laughs> <laughs> sola fide, sola gratiae, and by grace alone, faith alone, by scripture alone, all for the glory of God alone, through Christ alone. If I forgot one, I think that's all of them. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, he also had good writings about the Jews. He wrote a book called "Jesus is a Jew." Jesus was a Jew, and um, that was interesting at the time because Jews were being persecuted. But then there was a time later on in his life where he, unfortunately, was known for some for saying some derogatory things towards Jewish people. <laughs> So what's that word? Anti Semitic? Anti Semitic, yeah. Yeah. So he has some anti Semitic writings actually that Oh no. Yeah. Not a lot of people know about. But again, so not to like rein him in as this hero completely. I mean we're all fallen sinners. There was some right. there was some areas in his life that weren't as yeah, honorable. But but People remember him for mostly the good stuff yeah. and um, yeah the Protestant Reformation so so some people choose to celebrate that October 31st as Reformation Day and teach their kids about some church history. So yeah. I think that's something that I'd like to do with my children. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, just partake in fall festivals and pumpkins and yeah. <laughs> apple cider. I love fall. <laughs> Donuts and all the good things. <laughs> yeah, I love fall. But, yeah. yeah,
0: so, yeah, there's lots of other things that you can do. I know a lot of people have said to me just in talking, oh, I'm not going to, you know, celebrate Halloween with my kids. And, oh, they're going to miss out. yeah. We'll do something else. I know. <laughs> if they want to have like something with their friends.
1: Yeah. And dress can. up
0: as like little characters or. Yeah. We can do that. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with doing that and just calling it something else. Yeah. And a festival and not teaching them about all of the witchcraft and everything that mm-hmm. Halloween celebrates.
1: Yeah. I know people get like. So offended if you're not partaking in something that everyone else is doing. So legalistic, both ways. I know. And it's like, you can make your own decisions as the parent, you know. You have the final say. Yeah, so like we
0: said, should Christians celebrate Halloween? That's up to you. Yeah. Uh, There's things you should not do. Right. And just use discernment. And, yeah. Yeah. That's basically it. Mm -hmm. So... No clear-cut answer here. I know. <laughs> Just <laughs> re- read your scripture, and you'll find what God has to say about it.
1: Yeah, hopefully we got you guys thinking and learning something new. Yeah. So,
0: All right. Yeah. Well, share this episode. Yep. And
1: leave us a review. Yes. We'd like to read them um, as we get them. Maybe yeah. Maybe next time live on air. <laughs>
0: yeah. Leave us a review. Give us a rating. Yeah. Uh, share and follow us on Spotify. Mm -hmm. and instagram and
1: yeah and hope you're all having a happy fall (laughs) yes yes
0: all right well let's pray dear heavenly father we just thank you so much for giving us your word so that we we know what you have to say about certain subjects such as these and that we can hear you clearly through your word and thank you just for giving us this platform to share with other women and I just pray that anybody who is listening that is struggling with understanding your word that they can seek guidance and that you can you can guide them through the scripture Lord and uh, just for anybody this holiday season that's struggling with uh, anything of the spiritual world, that you just protect them and guard their heart Mm -hmm. from anything that may try to penetrate it, Lord. And I just pray that you continue to grow this podcast so that we can reach more women. And in Jesus name I pray. Amen.
1: Amen.